Hello, welcome back to Kinsedo Corner. This is episode 35, and today's format is a little bit different, as today's format features a recording that I had the pleasure of doing with Coach Jemima, Jemima Jatmiko of Gems Rockbox, um, who I've had the pleasure of having on the podcast already a couple of episodes ago last year, where we spoke about her journey from being a runner and then a bodybuilder and ultimately transitioning into CrossFit. And today's episode features her latest transition into the sport of high rocks, aka the World Series of Fitness Racing, um, where Jem recently completed the high rocks race in London. Um, and on her first attempt, made it uh, as the fourth place finisher to qualify for the World Championship event which happened two weeks later in Las Vegas. So Jem is clearly a superiorly fit um, woman and athlete. And it was great to um, speak to her on the show uh, about her preparation for the Hyrox event, how the Hyrox event uh, went down, what went through her mind as she was racing. Um, and for those of you who don't know, we also explained what Hyrox is and, uh, and how it uh, how the race consists, what the event consists of. Um, so if you've, if you've heard of High Rocks and I've always wondered what it feels like and what it might be like to uh, run in one of these races, you should check this episode out. If you've never heard of High Rocks and are now kind of wondering or intrigued by, by the concept, definitely stick around and uh, check out this episode. So without further ado, let's jump right into the recording of this conversation with Jen. Cool. Hey, Jen. Nice to see you again. Hello. You look yes. uh, nice to see you too. You look great. You look nice and recovered after your High Rocks experience, which we're going to talk about today. Um, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, I want to dive right in. Um, uh, I think most of the people here, uh, obviously, they know you. Um, they know your. They know your history. They know your um, your reputation in uh, in the CrossFit and in the fitness world here in, in Indonesia. So, not going to spend not going to spend too much time uh, re recapping that. Um, obviously, yeah, you you have competed in CrossFit at the at the highest at the highest uh, level. Uh, let's say locally, regionally. Um, yeah, I know from our previous podcast episode, you were also previously into running. So. And now you've kind of combined both of that with High Rocks. So it's still quite new. Tell us a little bit, what is, what is High Rocks? What is it and how did you find it? Okay, so I think uh, High Rocks is, is, it was new for me as well. And uh, I don't remember um, exactly how I found about High Rocks. I think as far as I remember, because I saw Hunter, you know, Hunter McIntyre, and he was, he, he's been doing Spartan a lot. And I was kind of like wanting to do Spartan before, like a couple of years back before the pandemic, I was thinking about starting, you know, like hmm, maybe I, I want to kind of like do something different and, and, you know, just kind of like have an experience. I've never done Spartan before. And a lot of my friends, uh, done it and I know Hunter McIntyre he was he was into obstacle course race more than CrossFit but that one year if I'm not mistaken back in 2019 or something 
uh, or to talk, yeah, 2019 or 2018. I, I'm not quite sure, but he was, he got a wild card. So mm. he was invited to CrossFit Games, like the games, uh, as a wild card athlete. And then, and then basically without, you know, having to do all the open, all the qualifiers, he just like, you know, was invited mm. to be there. Mm. So yeah, I remember those games. But, I saw, I saw, yeah. Yeah. So I think after that, uh, and then maybe I, I saw him doing, you know, high rocks, he started doing high rocks, uh, which is, is an obstacle course race, but uh, it's a little bit different than Spartan because it's indoor. And then uh, there are eight challenges where the eight challenges are all functional fitness, um, which is, you know, some of them we do it in, in the CrossFit. Let's say we do CrossFit workout or training, we do it in in that uh in that you know aspect too so yeah 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 that's right um yeah. just yeah. talking about hunter's um hunter's story and i yeah i remember seeing him on it was the 2019 it was those it was those games where they had um where they had cuts every every round and and i was surprised that he didn't he didn't do very well in the, in the crossfit world right mm -hmm. i think he mm -hmm. only made it to the second cut yeah. And um, and that was, yeah, that was surprising because at the at the same time, I believe he's the world record holder for Murph. Um, right. Yeah. So he's, he's definitely a fit guy, um, and it's just it's just a different it's just a different kind of challenge. So, yeah, you mentioned it. Hyrox combines running as well as functional fitness workouts. Um, mm -hmm. Eight of them. Can you maybe give us mm -hmm. for people who don't know? Uh, yeah. And now that you've done it twice, so um, can you tell us what so they are. So like, I mean, because as, as you said, and then, and then as I mentioned before, I was in, in running a lot before even uh, I started bodybuilding and then CrossFit. And uh, so it's something that I, I always love to do. And then and then I saw when, when I was wondering, okay, what's in high rocks? You know, what kind of workouts are there? And then there are eight challenges and the eight challenges was the first one after, so the 8K run is divided into eight. So we're going to do 1K eight times, which is every 1K run is being, um, there are there is one challenges after each 1K run. So the first challenges was ski. So 1,000 meters skierg. And then after that, the second one, it was the sled push. And then the third challenge is sled pull. And then the fourth challenge is a burpee broad jump. And then the fifth one is 1,000 meter row. And then the sixth one is the farmer's carry. And then the seventh one is the sandbag lunges. And then the last one was wall balls. Even I, I memorized it already still. So that's good. So looking at the workout itself, you know, it's something that I feel, okay, I can actually do this. I'm, I'm stronger in my lower body uh, since, you know, since the beginning of time. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't that strong in my upper body. And, and you know, also like in gymnastic, when we talk about CrossFit. So that's why when I saw the workouts, I'm like, you know, this is, I can, I can actually do this. I can, I can train and get stronger instead of, you know, something completely different. And I have to start from zero. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's yeah. tough. And, um, and obviously the running, um, I think I want to get into the individual workouts, uh, challenges mm -hmm. later and, and how you did on each of them and, and how they felt, but 
maybe coming back first, how did you how did you first hear of Hyrox? Because obviously I am I'm being I'm from Germany and I believe the founder of Hyrox is also from Germany. So it's very it's very popular. Uh, or it, it's it's becoming very popular over there. And then obviously someone someone as outspoken and as 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 public as Hunter being like the face of, of it makes it makes it very popular in the States as well. But I don't think anyone here in Asia even knows about it. So how did you how did you come about it? Uh, I know it's it's obviously it hasn't made it to Asia like you said it starts in Germany and then they do it all over Europe and then they actually bring it to uh, America to US uh, basically there's a question here how long you have to prep okay if there's any question can we just jump into the question or later because we might forget by no, the no, way please please go Cristanto, ahead. like yeah she's I think the, from Texas and Actually, I prepped since November because I was going to do it in Manchester, which is end of January. So I, I usually give like about two months, two to three months preparation uh, towards it. And depending on the weaknesses, you know, the things that I need to work on. Uh, so about three, two months, three months before. But then because I didn't get to Manchester end of January and then it's being pushed back to London the end of May, then I have more time to prep. But back to your question, uh, Joe. So, uh, yeah, and and because they they're not in Asia yet, and then I am so like I haven't competed for the past two years, even in in Indonesia. There's no competition, um, and then there, you know there are a few online competition, but you know it's just a different feeling when you go offline. You know the vibes and the it is just different. So I was thinking to myself, you know what. Uh, I think I should try this and then and then it's a, and then because it's already open like travel as well like you can you can kind of like go to either US or Europe at, at like starting this year it's open up and then I can go to London and then I've never been to London might as well go see about you know uh, UK so yeah that's that's cool that's cool and so so ultimately as you just explained you you had probably like about six months of training for it. Um, mm -hmm. Did you did you specifically train for the running as well? Or did you feel your, you know, your, your history and your aerobic capacity is, is, yeah. is, is decent enough? And, and that, that's just, that's just what happens between the workouts, basically. Actually, no. So, uh, okay, here's the thing, like, there are two different kinds of people when when they are joining a race or a competition right like there are people that uh want to do it because they 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 want to just do it for fun but there are people who are have you are competitive so they will prepare for it because they want to do their best and possibly you know make it to the top or be the winners uh and so and so no, I was actually not really good in my running because like I said, like I might be running a lot in the past, but I actually, the, the year, like during the pandemic, I didn't run a lot and I've, um, I've gained like few, few kilos because I lift more. So I do more lifting, like weightlifting, um, not so much running and then the amount of running and then uh, on this, on this particular high rocks workout is actually not like a lot like it's not long runs but 
it's basically an hour of workout, you know, it's like, it's the fastest record for the women, elite women is like 58 minutes or something. So basically it's a going on like very, you know, you have to go as fast as you can um, for an, an hour. So that's, that's a lot. And um, so I had to pick up with my running and it was, it was no joke. Like, because I, I knew that I need to lose weight in order for me to be faster. So I did like since November, I actually been running, uh, I ran 10K every morning, but it started not with 10K. It started with, you know, I have to work on uh, like intervals, you know, like do a 500 meter and then, and then I, and then I walk and then do again, 500 meter. It, it was hard because last year as well as uh, on top of like, I have to lose some kilo and I had knee injury. So left, it's my left knee every single time. It's actually back and forth between left and right. Every time I run, like uh, I usually do like maybe like five to 10K uh, on the weekend. It's, it starts to hurt, you know, it starts to be painful. So I, I was struggling with that the past year, like 2021. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. So, yeah, so definitely you've done a lot of, um, of training specifically for the running. I mean, 10, 10K every day, that, that adds up to a, to a massive volume of over six months. Um, how, how, did you, how do you feel that, um, that training for CrossFit prepared you, prepared you for this or, or gave you a good, good, good head start? Hold on, we, we gotta mute this. Sorry, like... You already mute yang, yang di Zoom. Thank you. Yes. Um, how, how CrossFit uh, yeah. helps me through, through this? Okay. Um, I think the, okay, the two elements that are, that are being, you know, uh, that obviously, as you can, as you see the workout is, is this endurance, cardio, and the strength. And, uh, you know, CrossFit basically use you know cardio and then strength and then there there are gymnastic to it the flexibility you know every all the 10 different uh physical uh, readiness that you have to kind of like do it every single time we train for crossfit so it helps it helps me a lot uh not so much in the long run part because usually crossfit workout doesn't take that long like we don't have any like one hour strenuous you know like a conditioning or metcon uh, but, um, for sure, like the strength part, you know, I have to do some, some, um, like, uh, the squats and, and then, you know, the, the deadlifts, the mostly, mostly again, like this functional movements that being used for higher rocks is like lower body. Right. I mean, there's mostly lower body. Yes. Of course, core strength. There are some, you know, um, like upper body because when you you need to pull like that sled pull i mean it's a leg and also like your arms so yeah it it helps me a lot right yeah and i think i mean it, it comes back a little bit to what i said about hunter earlier him being obviously being very very fit obviously being i think still the current world champion in uh, in high rocks as well as the world yeah. record holder yeah. in murph mm -hmm. But then when it comes to pure CrossFit, in, in, as we saw in the, in the games in 2019, he was not, not to say he was bad, not at all, but yeah, he, was, yeah. he was obviously not in the like top. Yeah. I think he got cut in the second cut. So he's like in the top 75, right. basically. Yeah. 
Um, it is it is a different sport, you know. Like CrossFit are probably so much on, uh, you know, the weightlifting part, uh, and uh, the gymnastic part, and and then combine, you know, with the with the endurance, like basically being able to do those things very fast. And and but it's it's different. Um, it's a different sports. Yeah. So. You and you mentioned it earlier. You had to. You felt you had to um, lose a little bit of weight in order to uh, mm -hmm. to be able to run faster or, or run more efficiently. So, do you feel that training too much CrossFit or too much lifting is actually going to hinder you in this in this particular sport? Mm, I think even with the you know with certain trainings, you you have to do specific programming. You know there are cycles, and then it depends on what what's the outcome, what's your goal that you want for that cycle. You know, if you want to get stronger, uh, I don't. I'm not saying that that you have to gain weight, but you know, it is it is. I've I've seen it and experienced it that gaining a little bit of weight it it makes you you know it enables you to live more, and also like you know leaning out or losing some weight for me again it doesn't it doesn't have to for some people but for me it enables you to you know to be lighter and to be faster and um because again i was training i mapped my my training towards this competition so i don't really need to gain more weight i don't really need to like be able to back squat a hundred kilos, you know, and then do it 10 reps. Like I basically just have to lift some, like a little bit heavier weight and over time without, you know, having a muscle fatigue. And uh, it, it is quite heavy actually. Like when I went to the Las Vegas one through the world championship, it's the sled push. I, I think that's, that's what I feel the most like the sled push on the, on in London. So I did open in London And because, because I made top four and then I advanced the world championship in Las Vegas and everybody who advanced to the world championship has to do pro, the pro weight. Pro weight is heavier and is a one and a half times heavier. So what, when I, what I push in London in the open, which is only 75 kilos plus the sled, I have to push 125 kilos plus the sled in the Las Vegas. That's It, it was heavy, like um, everybody who's, who might be stronger in that, like the weights, the lighter weights doesn't mean, doesn't necessarily they are stronger in the heavier weights, you know? And then, and then on top of that, you have to run after that without like making all your legs muscle fatigue. So that, that was, that was quite a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's cool. And I can only imagine, obviously, yeah, <laughs> 75 kilos, yeah. 225 that's a that's a massive jump yeah. and yeah. with that I want to kind of and you already opened the conversation about that so you talked I want to talk about two things the different categories and the different divisions and 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 maybe you can explain that to people what are what they are and if, if anyone on this on this uh, live on this podcast is is interested to sign up for high rocks maybe they they can understand what is suitable for them so that's the one thing and the other thing I want to talk about obviously is how did How did the race feel? Right? Like, what was going through your head, and 
and through your lungs and legs as you were going through that for an hour. So let's maybe let's start with the divisions and then we can go into the race. Okay. So they they have uh, they have two different divisions. Well, sorry. Basically, they have uh, individuals, so women or men, and then women or men, they have two different uh, weight, kind of like, you know, weight class, uh, the open, which is the lighter ones, and then the, the pro is the heavier ones, and they have doubles, doubles means pair, so they actually have, you know, you can pair up with your buddy, so it can be men, men doubles, uh, women, women doubles, or women and men. So I think overall, that's, that's kind of like the, the, you know, the categories they have. They also have the elite, which is the elite will be the top 15. And I think that's, that's not, you cannot sign up for that unless you are the, basically the top 15 that they're going to bring to the, the elite division. And yeah, so it was, it was actually pretty fun. I'm thinking about, you know, if I, I've done the individual, you, you know, open and then also the pro. So I'm actually thinking about doing pairs because it, it was so much fun. If it's pairs, you can actually share the load. You have to run together, but then whatever challenges there are in between the runs, you split between the two. So of course, you know, you have time to recover instead of like being one person doing everything. And then you, you, you basically cannot rest. If you rest, then, you know, you'll be slower. Uh, and so what went through my head and um, you know what, actually, I, you, you kind of have to go through the entire thing. I know it's, it sounds crazy because it's an hour, pretty much, let's say just a 60 minute ongoing nonstop workout, right? So before I left to London, basically before the first competition, I did it twice. So I did it a complete workout from, you know, like from the start to the end, I, I tried it out uh, twice. So I think I did it two weeks before or like somehow two and a half weeks before. And I did it like about 10 days before to try out, you know, okay, how did I feel? um in my body and then and then how many minutes did I did I do it for so I have I have the taste of it because there's no way you can go into like the competition without knowing how it felt you know at least once um because then then you know you you kind of have to know okay if I feel this way maybe maybe I should do this or I should do that but on the competition, well, you know, I'm always nervous uh, yeah. when I was in London, and then and then it was it was colder, you know. Uh, I I've been training in the heat, basically in a very humid, uh, uh, what is it, uh, or surrounding, yeah, humid weather, because your body will respond differently when when you are in a colder weather. But before, uh, when I was there, I arrived about 10 days before and I still do, you know, some runnings, just some strength, uh, you know, parts, parts of the challenges that will be tested there. I did it at the gym. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So when you were doing it here, you were just doing it in your gym and then running outside or, or how did, how did your preparation look? Yeah, I, so I separate my, uh, so let's say, let's, let's talk about like a few months before. So I do, I did just like the running, the running, the running. Yeah. And then I separate the challenges. I, I would separate the cardio part and then the strength part. 
and I, I, I don't combine it until like, like I said, when, when I was doing the entire thing, uh, which is about two and a half weeks before the competition day, that's when I combine everything. Uh, so yeah, I did it outside, running outside and then the strength part at the gym. And then I used, uh, you know, I don't have the skier. So, um, and then I don't have the push and then the, the sled at my gym. So I used uh, Patono equipment and then also like Nathan from Sweatbox. And then after that, I did everything um, at Sweatbox because he's got everything kind of, you know, some, some of the like the rope pulls and stuff, he doesn't have it. But I try to manage like doing movements that kind of mimics, you know, uh, similar to what I have to do on the day. Yeah. We, we have a question about the weight in the division. And uh, I guess, I think you had already No, it's different. That. It's different, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you had already answered that. But I want to say, when you were preparing, did you expect that you would make it out of the open division and, and into the pro? So meaning, did you already train with the pro weights or you were thinking, you were thinking the open is going to be what you're going to do? Okay, so before, uh, when you train for something, you want to train, uh, there, there, there's going to be the, the period of time that you actually do more than you've been asked for. So I did, I did actually train myself, you know, a few times with more weights, uh, one and a half, one and a half weights. So I, I basically just pushed myself to be able to do that. Because when you train yourself, not all the time, okay? So, but when you can feel like the heavier weights, you know, you know, on the day when you have to lift lighter weights, you will feel easier. It will feel easier for you as opposed that you never tried heavier weights, then all you know is just like the weights you have to do, right? So I did, I did try heavier weights uh, and I did, you know, running is I did sprinting. So, you know, interval sprints. Um, and yeah, but it's, it's different. You know, when, when you are on the floor, then if, talking about the push and then the pull, it's also like there is uh, the factors of the friction on the floor and stuff like that because it felt heavy. I don't know if it's because I was tired still, but I mean, everybody, all the women felt heavy unless I think if they're coming from the open division going into pro, it would, it would change, you know, it, they will feel it. Um, so I'm thinking, but it's, it's actually good because I've been tested with both division. Like I didn't plan it. And when I did the, the, the London one, it was an open division and I, I made it to, to top. Well, actually it was, I was on the third rank and then suddenly, you know, there's heat coming up and this girl, she saw the time and I knew it and she saw she's got the benefit of knowing like, okay, what's the, what's the best time for the girls? And she actually beat the number one. So I got bumped down to the fourth one, which is, that's okay. Because I didn't know this. Usually high rocks only let the top three to go to the world championship. But because London is the, it was uh, the biggest event that they have over, uh, over the whole season for, for the year. Mm -hmm. And they let nine, nine women to advance to the world championship from London, just from London. Wow. So I, it was almost like I felt uh, it was luck because if they still said, no, it's just the top three, I was number four. So I will be 
I'll be done, you know, with the London one, but because they said top nine. So I was like still in the ninth. So I got the chance to go. Yeah. Yeah. And actually I got the chance to meet Hunter and I nice. talked to him. Nice. Uh, yes. I got a picture. Ooh. I just haven't posted it. Awesome. <laughs> you know, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. actually what my, one of the things that I, I was saying to myself before I left, I was like, you know what, I really want to just kind of meet him. And I told him, hey, I'm from Indonesia and this is my first time. You know, I did in London, I came and then I I got into here to the World Championship. So it was it was really nice, yeah. That's super good. cool, super cool, super cool. Did, so did you, when you signed up for London or when you signed up for the Open, did you, ex not to, I can't say expect, but did you, seriously hope that you would qualify for the for the world or was that like a complete surprise uh well of course like you know i i always i want to do my best that's the that's the number one thing and i want to see where i am and and if i can yeah i have the hope but i think uh maybe because i'm old enough you know and then when when you're 20 you you have this kind of like still fire in you i still have it but i'm more like do you say pragmatic or more logical i would feel like okay i don't want to hope too much and then i don't want to get disappointed but if i if i can make it to the top three or why not you know and of course they, yeah i hope for that uh, but i didn't know that they're gonna have the world championship two weeks after i didn't know that and i just i think i found out a week before or a couple of weeks before i went to london and i was like oh so the world championships championship is actually two weeks after london so if let's say i make it i'm i'll make it there i i will i can't even i don't want to come back to indonesia and then go back again to us because i i just because I already bought the tickets coming home from London to Jakarta because I didn't expect that the world championship will be that close. You know, basically that's the closing of the season. I thought it would be somewhere in November. You know, I can just like prepare again for the pro weights and then go back. But no, I only have two weeks. Yeah, yeah that's cool. But I guess it, it worked out yeah. nicely that way. So you could kind of stay in Europe. And then go yeah. on, go on to America because I mean you can't you can't underestimate the impact of like jet lag and stuff like that on on your performance as well. So that's oh dear, that's like another thing that we it was it was a crazy thing. I think this trip is not so much about the challenge of competing. Uh, this is what I would like to share also that you know sometimes in life you know you know what's kind of like funny like when I, I know probably people see more you know I do a lot of kind of like physical you know physical fitness like everything about me is fitness right and sports but the thing the thing why I still do it because I actually learn about life so here, it's not just the challenges about preparing myself to be ready for the physical competition, but I had so many problems like traveling this time, if you want to see it as a problem or obstacle. So I've been saying even like, like this is not, I'm not just doing an obstacle course race here. I'm doing like, I got a lot of obstacles, even, even you know, getting from point A to point B. So basically from London, 
so I have to I have to reroute my flight. So I cancel my flight coming home. I decided to to go to Las Vegas. You know, I I had of course like I have actually a friend uh that that was with sang ben as well so i don't know if you know sang ben sang ben is one of the resistant bands brand that i'm the brand one of the their brand ambassador and then one of the guys he also he's from new zealand and he competed as well he and then he was the first he was he's doing doubles with his his uh best friend and then they were actually the champion of their division so of course they like immediately go to the world championship but because he didn't have sponsors he couldn't go so i had the same the same you know kind of obstacle so i was like i was thinking okay i need i do need sponsors because now i have to go to us in a, it's an extra you know spending and budget and then it was not cheap you know going from uk to las vegas is not cheap at all i don't know what happened i think it's the start of the high season and so that's one and then when i actually and then finally you know i got um one of my sponsors few of my sponsors like they 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 want to sponsor me again to las vegas so i was so grateful about that and and then but then i had to go through paris right so i fly from from uh, london to las vegas through paris and i did i thought i was just passing through i didn't have schengen visa but the actually the airport that i was going through i have to kind of like go out and then come back into the international one but i didn't have a visa so these two border police like they have to i was being immediately taken to like the border um immigration office you know and they start talking french with i have no idea what they're talking about and and they were like you don't have visa and then where are you going you know are you just by yourself and then it was just like a lot of questions and i was like but i was calm because i knew that you know i just said i just need to go through and then i am going straight to uh, los angeles and then so these two border police were just escorting me from the moment i step out and they didn't even let me take my suitcase they sent their their border police take my suitcase push my suitcase and then they got me into their car and then they drove me to the international airport i'm like maybe people look at me like is she in trouble you know but i was like oh my gosh this is like yeah so that that was one of the experience and then even coming home you know i had to come home from from uh, las vegas to i was flying straight to bali and then i have to go through honolulu and uh honolulu thank god is still uh, america you know guess what happened half an hour before i board my plane in las vegas going to honolulu i got an email and they said your honolulu flight to melbourne is being delayed 16 hours so i was like oh my god it was just yeah but you know if if you're not if you're not really uh you know Sorry Jem, I think we're losing the connection a little bit. Um but, but yeah, it sounds sounds like quite quite a trip uh quite the adventure um with lots of lots of stories to tell. Is your sports and physical and whatever it was. Yeah. So fine. I've gone through high rocks. I'm I'm sure I can be okay. I'll be okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah 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 totally totally well this is so cool so cool so cool um 
I think uh, I want to kind of wrap it up by basically just um, because we know Indonesians are quite crazy about running. Um, a lot of them uh, more and more are also getting into functional fitness and CrossFit and so on. So what's your kind of verdict? Do you, do you recommend, do you think Hyrox is something that will, um, that'll take hold here in Indonesia or in, in Southeast Asia? Are we going to, yeah. are we going to see it coming here? What's your, I what's think, your thought? Uh, I... Hello again, ladies and gents, friends of fitness. Thanks for listening to the episode. You all have realized that at the end there, we were starting to lose the connection. The internet uh, wasn't playing nice, and in the end, we had to cut the recording short. But I think you got a nice taste of what it was like for Jem to run in the High Rocks event um, and are now maybe interested in doing so yourself. So contact me or contact Jem if you want to know more about High Rocks. And if you're interested about getting training, beginning your training, um, to give it a go. And we'd be, we'd love to hear from you. So thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening uh, to Kinsedo Corner. And stick around for the next episode coming out soon.